Keeping your government agency secure from cyber threats is a growing concern across the public sector. And trying to keep up with the latest technology can cause information overload. GovWhitePapers is a content hub for understanding the latest technology trends in government cybersecurity, AI, cloud computing, and more. So you can keep your agency safe without scouring the internet. Join for free and discover the best practices government and industry are sharing. Visit GovWhitePapers.com today. That's G-O-V-WhitePaperS.com. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. You can find me on Twitter at MikeLSports and ML Sports Platter on Instagram and Facebook and be on the lookout for my ML Sports Take videos and 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley segments every Friday from Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. If you're in and around Central New York, grab the Pizza, the Wings, Fish Friday every week and, of course, mac and cheese available on Thursdays and Fridays as well. Big tip of the cap, thank you to Stanley Law Offices, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and our good, good friends over at Prestwick Golf. Let's bring him in. He is America's most beloved sports writer. He is the lead baseball writer for Ball 9. You can get all their work at ball9.com. Right now, I think, is the best uh, baseball platform uh, currently covering the game and certainly ripping the game and all the nonsense that uh, that has happened here o- over the last several months and what we probably will see crystal ball-wise uh, coming up. You can get him on Twitter at AMBS underscore Kernan. That's at AMBS underscore Kernan. Covered baseball and sports for four and a half decades. Ball9.com. KK, welcome back, buddy. Good to be with you, Mike. All right, so as we record this, they just came down with the All-Star game uniforms that, frankly, I don't know how you feel about it, but they look like they belong in the circus. Yeah, it's another joke. Everything's a joke in baseball. I mean, everything's – it's so transparent that that everything they do is just to make money, which is fine. You know, we're in America. You make money. But um, it's done so sh- shoddily. I mean, it's ridiculous. The One of the great joys of the All-Star game is seeing your team's, uh, you know, uniform on the field and, mm-hmm. you know – or even in batting practice, you know, everything's a, everything's a marketing ploy. Everything Manfred does, he does wrong. He, he's the worst commissioner. Everybody talks about Goodell, but he's the worst commissioner oh, in sports by, by far. far. By far. Yeah. It's not even close, you know, and... and um, well, and Kevin, on the, on the Goodell note, you, you can't take Goodell as being worse than Manfred when the sport you're commissioning doesn't lose popularity. It gains popularity. You know, no matter what you do, hating... You know, Goodell, okay, hate hate all you want, but the NFL ain't going anywhere, and it gets bigger and better and more popularity and more ratings and more games and every year. You know, and baseball is just declining under Manfred. Well, I said it, you know, I, I was really ahead of the curve on this, Mike. I said years ago that it's going to become a niche sport, and it's there now. I don't care what you say. I, I just saw some recent um, Sunday night baseball ratings, and they were down some drastic number. Horrible. I mean, it, and, and these are down from, when they were down last year, so they continue to go yeah. down. Yeah. And, and and the shame of it all, and this is the ultimate problem, the shame of it all is that there's so many good people in baseball that love the game, that want to play the game right. They've been forced out. They've had their mouths shut because they can't talk anymore. It's all the new kids on the block, the, the nerds and the Ivy Leaguers, the elitists, and they are 
they are just ruining the game in every level, led by Manfred, who I believe, and I sincerely believe this, I never thought I would say this, but I sincerely believe it. I don't think he likes baseball. Right. You know, I really I really believe that. And, um, and um, you could see why there was a little bit of a issue when he became commissioner, when certain people didn't want him. And you can see the sandwich one about Bud Sealy, and he did a lot of things wrong. Bud did a lot of, you know, a disturbing thing was under his watch, uh, strikes. But Bud, I know for a fact, I had many, many conversations with Bud Selig. He loved the game. He loved people like Henry Aaron, you know, and um, um, who was one of his closest friends. This guy, this guy, he, he, this guy doesn't uh, know anything about the game. And the people he's got in charge, somebody made a great point the other day. One of my, one of my, because I'm getting texts and calls all the time now from former because my ball nine stuff is making the rounds because I, I would say, and I'm not patting myself on the back, I'm just saying this because it's the truth. I'm the only guy taking on Manfred and MLB uh, consistently every time because I've had enough. I just can't stand the game. I can't stand what he's done to the game. And, and I point out all the mistakes every week. And um, so I have a lot of baseball people reaching out to me. And and, and 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 someone made a great point the other day that Manfred's top people, including the – I can't remember the kid's name. He's a 35-year-old because everybody's 35 now in, in Major League Baseball. Uh, you know, he's the one who came up with this uh, – well, first there was Lunau. Then Lunau got pushed out because, you know, he's a big cheater. And then um, – um, so this kid uh, took over the minor leagues, and he has – uh, he's the one who came up with this or enacted this plan. He knows nothing about baseball. You can see he knows nothing about baseball. So, so this baseball person pointed out that all of his top four, his top, basically his top four people in baseball never played baseball, don't know baseball, and that's what we're looking at. This is the, it's all lawyers. It's all about making the most money. And I know you asked about the shirts, but that's just a, it's just another example of how, okay, let's make a few bucks on these shirts, you know. And, and of course, you got the All-Star Game fiasco, moving it from Atlanta. If I was Atlanta, I, if oh. I lived in Atlanta, I would never go to another major league game in my life. Never. Wouldn't even touch it. This, this sport, uh, to politicize that situation, it was a joke. And, um, you know, and, uh, and and the fans and the people it's going to hurt, the little guy. You know, I went, I, I, you know, for 40-some years, I went, i seen all the last three Atlanta ballparks. And you know, I remember the uh, the hotel, uh, the hotel, the um, the elevator operator was one of the nicest gentlemen in the world. Uh, I used to love going to Atlanta. We talked. He always had a good thing to say. The the people in Atlanta, and I'm talking about the hardworking everyday people that worked in the ballpark. And that's why I talked to Mike when I went to games, besides talking to players and managers and things like that. I love talking to. You know, elevator operator, security, yeah, yeah. this guy, that guy. You get, you really get the fly. And they love baseball. And they know baseball so well. And um, and for them to be, uh, you know, the game to be torn away from them and 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 politicized uh, by this commissioner is a joke. Uh, and, and but that's just, can we just line if we li- we can line them up all day long? It's, I mean, I think it's been established. He's a joke. He's a joke in every way. And it's showing in baseball. The ratings are down. Um, but the games are down. I mean, another no hitter, you know, oh, with the God. Dodgers, uh, um, you know, is there any action? No, there's no action. And I just watched the highlights. So, you know, I, I try to watch games when I can, but I don't watch them anymore. I've been watching the college world series actually. <laughs> and uh, that's another thing. Baseball people tell me they can't watch the game. So once you lose, you lose your core core, you're done. And, um, and, and, 
uh, there's no action. And I'm watching these Dodger hitters swing, and they're still taking the same swing as if they were in batting practice. They're taking their showcase swings for the most part. Uh, nobody going the other way, hardly. Uh, nobody trying to pick up the bit. Where is the pride in the, the pride in the game? It used to be embarrassment to get no hit. Now it's like, okay, move on. You know, hey, congratulate the other guy. And um, one other point on the no hitter, I want to say, um, I thought it was interesting. Was um, you know, Javi Baez hit a home run in the first inning, and he actually didn't didn't hot dog it too much. And ever since his incident where he didn't run, he forgot to run, as the writers say, which is a joke. He didn't forget to run. He's just, you know, he forgot to run, too. He forgot to take a lead his first time on base that <laughs> night, too. So, so you know, he's just, uh, he was he was obviously pouting over something. And baseball players pout better than anyone. And, um, but uh, by David Ross setting him straight, at least, uh, and benching him, I think he got to him. And Cubs have been playing pretty well since then. And, and Bias has a world of talent. Just let your talents show, uh, you know, hustle a little bit. And, and people will love love you watching the game. So I think I think the combination of him getting playing a little bit uh, more on top of his game, Cubs pitchers who aren't Blazers, by the way, except for Kimball. You know, Davis is, uh, you know, and, and, and they're, 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 they're the pitchers that locate will still win, and with the sticky stuff or without the sticky stuff. So uh, it's been it's been another to sum it up. It's been another terrible week for Rob Manfred, who has fifty two of them every year. Speaking of the sticky stuff, what are we doing? Where are we going with this? <laughs> Who's most to blame? Is it a big deal? What's your what's your synopsis here of this crap? Well, again, I, I go back to my experience, and I, I know for a long, long time, and you would see it a lot in games inadvertently. They would pan to the bullpen and say, that, I remember one, recently, it was this year, matter of fact, uh, I, was, I was watching a Mets game, and they pan to the bullpen, and they go, oh, Jerry's familiar getting up, starting to stretch out. And what he was doing, he was spraying stuff on his glove. And, you know, the sunscreen stuff and, and, and the rosin stuff and who knows what other, other sticky stuff. And um, it's been around. It's been around. Now, the, the spider attack, here's my, 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 my bottom line take on this. Nerds are the problem. Nerds are the problem in everything in baseball. They create every problem. And once you accept that, you can move on and look at the game in a whole different light. So... The nerds, the, you know, every team has nerds in the back room concocting everything you can concoct. Cause it, and they also, again, they don't know the game. So so they get all hung up on this, this spin rate thing. The writers, who most of them don't know the game either, start writing about the spin rate like it's the holy grail. And they start creating this new ways to get the spin rate. And you get spider attack, which basically you can hold boulders you can lift up boulders. That's how strong this stuff is in your hands. You well, know? this stuff, did, did I hear right, KK, that this stuff actually is, like, used to, like, make, like, to, to the end game, and I'm by no means a handyman, trust me, but, you know, roofing. People, you could, you could go up there, and at the end, it's it's the, you could find a little thing to keep, you know, to, to stick a roof on, on, on a house. I mean, it's absurd. Yeah, it's 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 obviously a great product, <laughs> you know. It yeah. works, and uh, and that's why I always say why they cheat. They cheat because it works. Yeah. And uh, so so the nerds came up with this because they want to increase the spin rate. And again, spring training. You go to any spring training. Where the, you, here's here's the scene. I want to set this for your listeners. You, you go out to the, one of the bullpen 
coach. And uh, when they're doing a bullpen session that day, maybe with a starter or Degrom or one of these guys, you'll have you'll have you'll have about seven nerds there, and some of the nerds will be taking a uh, a tape measure and measuring the length of his stride. Other some of the other nerds will be holding the camera. Or, or focusing the, uh, the electronics and the fancy cameras and, uh, and getting the data off the camera. A couple other nerds will have uh, laptops open, putting it all together. And, uh, and meanwhile, the pitching coach is stuck behind all of them, you know. And uh, so, so the nerds came up with this. The pitchers, because they're dopes, they run with it. And, um, uh, and that's what you get. That's what you get. Meanwhile, whose spin rate isn't the greatest spin rate? To grow up. What does he do? He lo- he. he, he, he he commands and he throws the fastball, okay. and, and and he works all his pitchers pitches, and he just dominates. And he figured he reads swings, all the things you used to do. So yes, it helps. So that answers your question. You know what? What do you make of it? But it's not the end all be all. And this no hitter is a perfect example of it. And again, once again, we get back to the e word embarrassment. Baseball gets itself embarrassed again by allowing pitchers to be basically TSA strip search uh, between innings, you know, and uh, and that's a good look for the game. If you notice, and I noticed last night watching some games, if you notice, they um, they now go to commercial. They don't actually show the umpires, uh, you know, so I'm sure Manfred put the word out because he, he doesn't want to be embarrassed. What, so that's where we are. What have you learned, if anything, the last, I don't know, week or two about the AL East leaving Baltimore of course out of it because who cares but you know Toronto had their series with the Yankees did did you did you learn anything there what the Red Sox situation them playing Tampa I saw some of your tweets about the <laughs> the horrible play in that series too I Ugh. unbelievable but you know then the Yankees with Sanchez and I, again they could win 10 in a row and I wouldn't I wouldn't even I couldn't care less because I just I we know who they are and I know how they're going to lose. If even if they win the division and get to the postseason, I know how they're going to lose. So I'm not even going to get any excitement going for that. But have you learned any those four clubs in the state of the state of the AL East? Have we has anything changed? Yeah, I think something has changed. I think the the uh, the sticky substance thing. I think will actually help the Yankees. I think it's a big uh, benefit to the Yankees for a couple reasons. For one reason. Derek Cole is a classic overthinker uh, when it comes to pitching. He's got to analyze every little thing instead of just going out there and throwing his fastball by somebody. So this will cut down his analyzation. It will cut down the high school pitching coach overanalyzation for the Yankees. And some of the pitchers will wake up a little bit and get back to pitching and seeing that they can beat a guy with a fastball. So to me, the fastball is the secret ingredient in baseball. Hitters can't hit the fastball anymore because um, uh, they're into that launch angle swing for the most part. Now, I will say this. I've, I've seen a, you know, a lot of good hitters, you know, they, they don't pay attention to the launch angle thing. They still take – they may take a big swing here and there, but they still swing more on a level, and that's why you see the Vlad Guerreras do what he's doing. He's just a good hitter. He's yeah. a good hitter. Yeah. And uh, so so I do think the sticky substance is going to help the Yankees on two levels. It's certainly going to help the Yankees hitters because you don't have as many of these pitchers who weren't that good breaking off incredible breaking balls. They won't be breaking those breaking balls off to Judge and Stanton now. So there'll be more. What I'm trying to say is there'll be more mistakes from pitchers that Yankee hitters who are good at hitting mistakes can handle. Odor, you know, every Yankee's the same guy. No matter who, you know, they may be six foot seven, 
or or five foot eleven or five foot ten, like a lure, but they're all the same guy. You know, they take the big swing, they hit it, it goes a mile. Uh, they very rarely hit the, you know, they, they, they the, the smarter guys like Judge hit it the other way because they have the short porch. And like you said, when it comes to the playoffs, will, will they be able to create runs? Gary Sanchez, to his credit, he must have got embarrassed. That's the only thing I can think of because he made some drastic changes. He, uh, It's like I was talking to Gary Allenson, who was a longtime minor league manager, and former catcher, and he told me a few weeks ago that when he faced up against Gary in the minor leagues, Gary had a short stroke, went the other way, more of an open stance, boom. All of a sudden, what do we have now? Gary's got a shorter stroke going the other way, more of an open stance. So somebody got to Sanchez, uh, 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 you know, maybe Sanchez got to himself. So he he's so my, the big the big answer here is the Yankees are better. Well, they're better than they were a few weeks ago. They're winning more games, but of course they could have lost. They could have lost two or three to the Royals. You know, they, they they're making the same mistakes. They still run the bases poorly. Uh, they're a little bit more into it. Aaron Boone isn't such a uh, hey, let's go guys, uh, let's go get them. You know, I, you're my guys. Yeah, he's back actually, rub, like back a, rubs and uh, back yeah, rubs yeah. and foot massages. Oh my god! You know what? You were you were a third generation player. Oh. I just saw uh, I saw a replay of a, a, a big baseball fight with the Reds from years ago, and, and Boone was right in the middle of it. That gets back to that, Aaron, which I've been saying all along, and I tell him right to his face when he was right in front of me. Get back to being that Aaron Boone, yep. not this uh, not this kiss in the bud of the nerds, Aaron Boone. And um, and so the Yankees are a little better. Toronto still doesn't have the pitching to me. They have a couple guys that are okay. They're bullpen, I think, even though people think it's great. I think you can wear them out. They'll wear, and, and again, we're not even halfway through the season. So these pitchers are going to be in a lot more shape come come, come October. And, and of course, the, the biggest thing is what I've seen. <laughs> it's not an American League East thing. It's a base, It's an AL thing. Hey, the Astros got their game on. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think so. I, mean, I picked them to win the division. Who's the best team in baseball? Hmm. I, right now, I have to go with the Astros. Yeah, me too. Even though they're pitching a lot of the best, because their lineup is, you know, a smart manager told me years ago he wants he wants the lineups who can do damage from anywhere, and their lineups can do damage, and they have different guys that do things. <clears throat> and they're motivated. They're motivated because, they, you know, they got the chip on their head. You always got to be motivated. That's another thing that the nerds try to take away, motivation. They want to make everything the same. There's no such thing. It's arbitrary if you're an RBI guy. No, everything's not the same. Correa is motivated. He's playing really well. Hopefully his back holds out. And... Um, and Bregman's a little stronger this year, so he, you know, he's playing well. And they got a lot. And again, bring in the old guy to manage the team that motivates Dusty Baker. He's not a, he, you know, he's he's not one of these, the, the you know, the, the the nerd kissers. You know, he he actually manages, and so they got a lot going on. They want to prove things, you know, they want to prove things teams wrong, and and um, uh, so so right now I would say it's them. The Dodgers really surprised me. They've kind of gone. Uh, I guess it happens to teams all the time. And I remember Jack McKee telling me years ago when you when you get to the playoffs, you got to get better the next year. You got to change the personnel. They probably didn't change the personnel enough. And the the pull holes thing is really to me is I mean it's great for pull holes and everything like that, but it's an eye opener for me. Mm-hmm. If you got to bring in a guy who's basically done, you know, um, and and again. 
the Dodgers were exciting last year because they could do different things and they ran the bases well. Now you got a clogger of you know clogs up the base. It's one thing to keep to, to sign pull holes and maybe a pinch hitter here and there in a big spot. Okay, I can buy that, but to rely on him so. So the Dodgers have problems. The Padres have more energy. The Padres got their number. And then, of course, the Giants. The Giants are like kind of like uh, the team nobody expected. But to Gabe Kapler's credit, and I was the first to criticize him, uh, he, he went from being all nerd to being all in. And that's a big difference. And he's, uh, he's actually doing a lot of good baseball things. And, of course, of course, they have baseball veterans. You know, Longoria, what did Longoria do this year? He, he went to a lighter bat, a shorter, lighter bat. That's what old guys do. Go to a shorter, lighter bat. Tony Wynn used to call his pea shooter. And now and he's having a good year. Posey's having a swing at Crawford, who I love Crawford. You know, that was another guy that the Yankees could have, you yep. know, kind of went after. It didn't bother because they don't, they don't value shortstops, the Yankees, because Cashman doesn't value shortstops for some reason. Right, they, only, they, he, they just pe- put people in the position who shouldn't be there. <laughs> right, and if you go all the way back to Jeter, Gosh. Cashman didn't like Jeter. Yeah. You know, there were things that he didn't like about Jeter, and Jeter and him, uh, you know, and then Didi saved his butt, and he gets rid of Didi. So yeah. shortstop is a valuable, and, and so, so the, so you know that that AL uh, the NL West is a fun division, um, uh, and, and it's kind of fun to see. You know, I spent all those years in San Diego. If Machado gets together and, and and understands who he is as a player, they they could be dangerous too. Even though the pitching is, a little, you know, maybe they don't have the starting pitching. But uh, uh, so all those things you said, but you know, that's going going back to the Yankees. At some point, the Yankees are going to run into that team that has good pitching. And will they be able to beat them? That the uh, in the past, absolutely not. And I don't think they've changed enough where they can change it. Kevin Kernan with us. A couple more for him. KK, of course, lead baseball writer at Ball Nine, BallNine.com, and at AMBS underscore Kernan. Go give him a follow on Twitter. It's a must. Uh, we chatted about it. Um, I think a couple times ago, uh, Kevin, where. Uh, we're really hoping that these guys will get their day in the sun in Cooperstown. It's an odd choice. I know it's a Wednesday. Uh, you, you needed tickets if you were a fan. Now you don't need them. It seems like something changes every two days with that. But, uh, hey, you know what? The way I look at it is after what we went through in 2020 and we have no class in 2021 and all the nonsense, and you know what? If this is what it takes to at least get those guys their day in the sun, especially, you know, for me, for, for, for Jeter, I, I think, hey, why, why not, right? Why not? Yeah, it changes every day, kind of like the CDC, you know, and the things that they say. So, uh, uh, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, again, I've, I've been in Florida. Our governor, DeSantis, has had us open for, you know, everybody was, every single person screamed that the sky was going to fall. And meanwhile, we, you know. And now you're ahead of the game, and he's been the best one in the entire country. At far, running state. And I think yep. I said this on your show way back. Yep. Because I'm not afraid to take a nasty situation either. You know, I, I deal with common sense. If you deal with common sense, you're much better off in life. And um, and and he's he's he he truly did look at the science. This guy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he tried to protect the people in the old age homes and things like that. And um, so, getting back to Jeter, yeah, you should have his day. And I don't have any problem with being in the middle of the week because the hell, half these people aren't working because the government's giving them money anyway. <laughs> So they, what's the big deal? They can go up there and uh, spend some of their uh, money, you know. Because every business, every business in Florida here is looking. Uh, and throughout the country, I was just reading things about New Jersey. They can't find people to pick up the uh, garbage and, and and some of the uh, 
boardwalk areas because they and they're often like 25 bucks an hour because people are just sitting home taking their other money so uh yeah so wednesday's a great day uh let them have a blast let you uh, uh you know i probably won't be up there this year because uh you know i was sent up there by my past employee all of, all those years um a little too steep prices for me to be up there and and and, and that like that but I think it'll be a great day trip for people. I think it'll be great for Jeter, great for the Hall of Fame. I love the people at the Hall of Fame. I think they do a great job, and uh, they truly love baseball. And uh, And I said all along, it's nice to have it, I think, during, you know, I always thought it would be a nice fall event Me to too. some extent. Me too. And uh, so, so we're in a good spot in the fall. Hopefully we get a beautiful day and go for it. Yeah, no doubt. Final thing for you. Um Guys, we know it's a young man's game, and we know it's a, a game that you know is hurting, and we've talked about that ad nauseum. But uh, as far as these young guys are are concerned, Kevin, 20, 21, 22, 23, you know, twenty four in that in that wheelhouse of of, of youth of age, uh, Tatis, Ocuna Junior, Vlad, they're all juniors. Tatis Junior, Vlad Junior, Ocuna Junior. What? How do you? And and you can add anybody else in if you'd like as well. How, where do you rank the 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 top of, of of this class, so to speak, this youth class? And what guy you know what would you build around the next five to seven years over over all the rest? Well, I, with Vlad losing weight, he'd be the guy because I think he I see, I see him super motivated. Um, I think Tatis is up there. They're all up there. I'd take any of them. You know, and, uh, um, you know, it's um, it's funny. And I think everybody's I'm glad you brought this up because I think people miss this major point. You said they're all juniors and and um, the juniors, of course, of major league players. Yep. Guys who played an era when you hit the ball, it wasn't all about one. Played baseball. Yep. You played baseball. Yep. The, every player yep. you just mentioned is very good at playing baseball. That's right. For the most part, you know, and, and, and look at Vlad at first base, how much he's improved. Yeah. And uh, um, so so these guys, because of their father's influence, are not being influenced as much by the nerds. So these guys are much more baseball players where the other guys are nerd players. And it's a big difference. And um, so I think the more we get back to that, better. And I, I think it's a, it's a great – that's the iron. The other thing about Manfred, the irony is – there's so many great things to, to celebrate. Another good player I want to mention, I watched him down here the other day with his debut, Wander Franco. He's a great, he, I'm telling you, impressed, super impressed with this kid with the Rays. He hit a three-run homer. Uh, that should have been the talk of the day the next day. Instead, we had all the Scherzer, Girardi stuff, right. uh, Romo dropping his pants because the guy in charge of baseball doesn't understand baseball, so he took the spotlight away from Franco. And um, and he's going to be another good one. He's going to. Re- I tell you what, Franco, Rosarina, and uh, Meadows, those three guys. You, you take those three over almost any Yankees three right now. Franco is going to be a handful for for because um, he plays. What I've seen and only watching two or three games with him, he plays the game with energy. Loves the game, and he's one of those players which brings everybody up. You know, those players are hard to come by. So so for, for the Rays, for all their problems, and, and by the way, the Rays should have a much better record than they have. 
they consistently refused to bunt people over late in the game. There was a game the other night where they had first and second, no outs, eighth inning, tie game. Didn't bunt the guys over. Of course, they made three straight outs, and they go on to lose the game in extra innings. You know, you get blown up. That's the day where Brett Phillips forgot that there was a man on first base when he was on second base and didn't run to third base on a ground ball to third that was booted. That should have been bases loaded. No outs. They could have won the game right then and there. But the Rays, the Rays uh, they need to get a little less nerdy. At, at times and just play baseball if they would just put the ball and play more they'd be really dominant because they do so many other things really well they play defense and things like that so so it's going to be interesting and, and I, I i i apologize for not talking about the Mets so much my i'm going to say this and this may upset some people but I, my book is still out on the Mets. I don't, i'm not as convinced about the Mets as other people are right now i'm not as convinced about lindor right now and um, if they didn't have Degrom, they, they you know they would have great issues. Um, so we'll see where the Mets go. They're lucky they're in that uh, NL East, which stinks across the board. Uh, the Braves are a joke. The, what the Braves GM did by getting rid of the bullpen guys and not building a bullpen is a travesty. Travesty. They should be you know they should have built off of what they did last year. Uh, you know they had guys like Melanson Go, who's out in San Francisco. So so I'm. Unless the Mets peaked, I see some different things with the Mets going forward. I'm not as sold on the Mets as everyone else. Kevin Kernan, Ball9.com, the lead baseball writer for that great platform, at AMBS underscore Kernan. Uh, KK, really appreciate your time, man. Uh, always great to chat, and uh, hey, enjoy the Florida sunshine, my man. You got it, Michael. And, uh, you know, let's uh, remember, don't have too much sticky stuff. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our great friend Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today on Facebook, on LinkedIn, advisors.massmutual.com. Thanks also to Welch and Company Jewelers, Sit Means Sit Syracuse, and our good friends at Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum award. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports, Instagram and Facebook, ML Sports Platter. Be on the lookout for all of my videos across all the major platforms like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, IGTV. And I also want to throw a tip of the cap thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the ML Sports Platter. And hey, if you have any topics that you want me to cover or you want to ask me about anything in the world of sports, you can do so. MikeLSports1979 at gmail.com. That email can also be used if you're interested in being a sponsor of the podcast. Thanks to Kevin Kernan once again from Ball 9. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Marshalls with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She's got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. <gasps> 
She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at, at Marshall's. Marshall's. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, <laughs> I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.